don't forget to follow us on our social media pages. Like, share, and subscribe. This podcast is sponsored by the following. Remington, made with pride in the USA. Iconic American impact. Winnig Custom Gun Stocks. Head on down for your custom fitting. Remember, winners shoot winning. Shot Tracker. Like having a coach on your barrel. For more info, go to TakeAimTech.com. Life is too short to miss. RM Shooting Clinics. Helping shooters from coast to coast. Have Ricky take your game to the next level. Zach Nanini at Northwestern Mutual. Trusted advice from someone you know. We believe in putting people first. Other supporters for Trap Talk. The Nevada State Trap Shooting Association. Don't miss their 75th annual state shoot this October in Las Vegas. The NSTA puts on some great shoots, and they're going big for this year's state. Go to nvtrap.com to check out their program and all other shoots as well. Welcome to another episode of Trap Talk. Today I have my co-host Richard Marshall Jr., and we have our guest Jack Canals. Welcome to the show, Jack. Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. Ricky, could you do us the honors again in introducing our young shooter, Jack? Yeah, I get it. I'll let, you know, Zach be the host tonight since the last episode I was the co-host. Or I was the host. He was the co-host. We were doing him something. We got Jack Canals from Kimball, Minnesota. Uh, Jack is a five-time All-American. He's one-time sub-junior, three-times junior, and one-time junior gold. But he's also the second person in the history of the ATA, the youngest, I should say, second youngest in the ATA to win the HOA at the Grand American. So Jack travels all around. He's currently working, took a semester off from school, um, like all college kids end up doing, And uh, but he's going back to school. He's back up home now in, in uh, Minnesota. So welcome to the show, Jack. Thanks. So, so Jack, I got to know, I know you, you're second youngest to win the overall, you got that trophy. I want to see it. Just because you made me bring it by. <laughs> and it's so good. That we don't have. So, so, oh, so, so that's, a, you, that's what a real championship one. looks like high overall. And what's it say on top? It says your name. Yeah. Yep. And the score. So, uh, so 986 out of a thousand. That's pretty yeah. impressive shooting. Ninety-eight six what, average what on a thousand did you get? Birds. Did you get something else? Was that was that one of those? Huh? I did, but I don't have it on right now. That's okay. You don't. You know, don't make me feel too bad. I don't have one of those yet. So <laughs> we're trying we to now? get. We're trying to get oh. this one. I'm, I'm working on it. It's, it's gonna take a lot of work. I'm trying though. No, it's you're... just the handicap. It's that's that's what's holding me back. But I'm gonna work on that. So so Jack, you know. To speak on that, before we get a little bit in your story, you know, 986 is a hell of a score. What was that like just going through that week? Um, it's a, it's a whole different feeling that really hard to put into words, actually, because my week did not start out the greatest, and I kind of had to, like, fight back into it a little bit towards the end. And, like, once, like, you, like, actually figure out that you are in the lead, it's, like, it's a whole different feeling, I guess. You know, I mean, it's easy to say that you don't want to lose it, but I mean, Ricky knows, like you just, oh, yeah. like, I don't know, you try everything you can at every point. <laughs> Were you going into the last day ahead or behind? 
Uh, I was ahead by three going into the last day. So, and I, I believe you broke a 97 in the last handicap. Is that correct or no? That, that is incorrect. I broke a 94. Okay. 94. So I remember so, watching it. So, so after that 94, I mean, what kind of nerves did you feel? Are you like, oh crap, I just lost it. Or was it right on the last house and you started missing? Or what was that like? Well, I missed the second target out. I remember that one. And I broke 49 out of the back 50 to maintain the 94. And I don't think I had ever been so nervous. I'm pretty sure I didn't even look up from my phone for like the next three hours trying to figure out if I had won or not. And I, I won by one. So, I mean, it was close, but I knew missing six, it was going to be close after being ahead by only three, you know? So. Do you remember who was number two? Yeah, Keith Ditto. Keith. Okay. So, so it was you and Keith right into that last day. And he, he obviously climbed some birds, but just didn't climb enough birds. Yeah. Yeah. He broke a, he broke a 96 in, the, in that one. So. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely go into that a little bit more because, you know, I want to talk about your mindset going through that week and the duration, because I think being able to shoot a thousand targets with that high of an average requires a little bit of mental fortitude. And I normally wouldn't give you credit for that. But in that scenario, you did pretty good. So, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's pretty rough on a, on a young kid from Minnesota. He's got feelings. <laughs> Uh, an innocent kid. I mean, exactly. Innocent. I agree. No, and here yeah. I, I just want to say one thing. You know, I I remember um, that event or that whole week because you didn't you break a couple ninety nines in the handicap. Yeah, on a Tuesday, Wednesday, I went back to back ninety nine. Yeah, because I was like, oh, he's got a little uh, little little go to there because yeah. I know on the on the last handicap back then I broke ninety eight. I was like. All right, you know, because I think I had like, I think you beat me by four. I had like a 982, and I struggled early on, you know, in it. And I was like, I could have done this or that. But, yeah, I remember just watching that last deal because I, weren't you shooting with Glow? Yeah, yeah, him and I shoot together at the Grand. Yeah, and he was like, oh, man, he missed the second target out, and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, yeah, it happens, you know, because that was the year that, uh, I broke a 195 in the singles championship. You remember, Zach? I, I do remember that. And, the next and, and then the you doubles. broke 100 in the doubles championship. I remember. We we knew so. when, when Ricky Marshall had 195 in the singles, we knew the next day was going to be rough <laughs> on everyone else. But going back to that, and I know we can go into it further later, but you you had the lead, and I've been there, and I've lost the lead, and I've won it. You know, it's yeah. all the shoots. But that feeling, when you started, were you like, okay, I can't miss? Is that what was in your head a little bit? Tell the truth. Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> especially because I started on Monday with a 197 and then to like battle all the way back. Yeah. And then you get to the last day and you're like, oh, and also in my head, I'm like, okay, if you break a 97, it's going to be hard to lose, you know? And that's the wrong uh, mentality to walk up there with. You know, it really is. And same with oh, the can't yeah. miss. It's like, like you step up and you're like, hey, I can't miss, can't miss. And that's looking back now, I know how wrong that is to think that, you know, but at yep. the time, that's all that's in your head. You know? Oh, it's well, and savior, that's savior, you know? Yeah. And that's, and go to that for our listeners is everybody, because, you know, winning the ring is not an easy feat. 
You know, I've been doing this 35 years and I've been fortunate to win four and I've been runner 35 times or whatever, but it's one of those things that you're, people think, oh, they shoot good all the time or they do this right. Or that. Yeah, we might shoot good, but you still the mental aspect of it. When you're in the lead like that and seeing that, it's a different feeling, and especially for a young kid like yourself, where what have you shot total register targets like under sixty thousand? I think I saw. Um, I think yeah, it's I mean, uh, seventy thousand, like sixty thousand. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you were just right at sixty thousand. I think so. To have that experience, but you shot good all week, you know, and you, you, you never had a bad event. And I mean, the one ninety seven, no. the singles. That might have been, you say, your worst event, but when you throw a 99 up in the handicap twice, that's going to make up a lot of room on that. Oh, because yeah. um, the one thing yeah. I remember Leo telling me, and I and he, he I asked him, you know, how do you win overalls at the Grand, Leo, consistently all the time? And he said, well, he says, I try to average 99 and a half in the singles. So 199 and a 199. I'm trying to average 99 in the doubles, 99, 99, and then better than a 96 average in the handicaps. And if you do that and you pencil it out, that's a 980. You know, four handicaps at four birds, and then uh, yep. two two uh, two singles and two doubles. That's 980 on the on the on the nut. That's going to get you in the running, I think. And then depending on the year of the weather, I mean, you know, Rick had better than that that year, 982, 983. But Jack had 986, Six. right? 986. Yep. yep. You know, and I, yep. that's you know where you're at now i remember a year when harlan won it i think it was like 969 or 971 i mean it was a really it was an off year but you know so that was kind of um it was one of the earlier years that they had the grand in in sparta but you know that usually more than not it's that higher 980 range uh that i've seen yeah so so jack to kind of take a step back Thanks for sharing that with us. I'm sure we'll touch on it a little bit more, but how did you get into shooting and, you know, what makes you so passionate about it? Why do you keep coming back? Um, I started shooting when I was six years old. Um, and I think it, like my dad just wanted me uh, to simply start shooting for hunting. I think it was. And I started shooting with like a 20 gauge Mossberg pump at, at six. And, uh, when I was 10 and I just shot at my local club in Kimball. And then when I was 10 years old, um, person at the club said, said, you should go and, uh, sign him up for the ATA. And there was the Minnesota state shoot that week. And they have like, like, um, like a youth day or whatever on, um, on Monday where they throw 200 singles. And I went up and signed up and shot that. And then on the following Saturday, which would have been the singles championship, I went back and shot the 200 singles again and pretty much from there i i don't know i just uh, really fell in love with like the the competing aspect of it and that started traveling i was around uh 12 13 started traveling a little bit and yeah that's how it all got started so once you got into traveling how long did it take you to make the All-American team? Because you said you made sub-junior team. Was that your first year traveling, or was it your second year traveling, or do you remember? Oh, man, I'm my first year I made it was 27, 2017, I think it was. It, I think it was 2017, 
And then like a year or two after that, I, I didn't um, shoot enough targets, I don't think, to make it. But, but I think it was 2017 is when I... When Your second or first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also had to like uh, travel basketball in there. So I, I had to like weigh it out a little bit on, you know, what I was going to do. So I didn't always shoot enough targets um, to make the team as the sub junior, but I know 2017 was the first year. Yeah. And I, and I know that that can be difficult for some people if they're really talented and they get the points, but sometimes they're not always getting the targets in or the shoots yeah. in the years. Yeah. In. I, um I think I missed the junior gold team one time. I had the points to get on there but I didn't go to anywhere but the state shoot in the grand. And so you don't, you know, you can't really get yeah. the team if you don't, uh, if you don't have the requirements, I think, is it, is it three states and, and yeah. target requirements, Ricky? It's three states and that includes your own state or. Yeah. I mean, you have to shoot yeah. your own and then you have to shoot one grand of any sort. Yeah. What, what, one type of something. No, you don't have to shoot. You can just shoot three states. Just oh, three really? States. You don't have to three states. Three, I think it's three states and then targets. A minimum. Yeah, targets. I think you, so you can yeah. miss the grand. You can, I mean, yeah, to, to make the team. So, and that's, and looking, I, so I, I looked up your, I couldn't remember. I was pretty sure I knew it. 2020, COVID year, you came down and shot Nebraska. Shot really good there. You beat, beat up on a girl in the shoot off. Oh, I can't believe you did that to Stacy Reed yeah. or our good friend Stacy, which we need to get Stacy on the show. Her and her and Dennis will probably do it separate because I don't want Dennis having hard feelings that his sister's a little better handicap. But no, I'm just no. <laughs> you know, but yeah, no, in 2020, though, you went on a little bit of a tear and, and you shot good in Nebraska and and you, you shot good down in Missouri, you know. And then uh, the grand, I think you ran like the first four or five hundred, if I remember looking at it correctly. Yeah, I won the prelim week super. See, then it was super four hundred. We didn't do, we didn't have the whole five hundred that year, so yeah. I won the super four hundred singles at the grand. So you you've broken a lot of good scores, and and especially at a, at a young age, you know. And we've shot together a little bit. And what is like what really drives you? What's the best thing about trap shooting? What do you, I mean, is it people? Is it, you know, your girlfriend? Oh, what is it? Probably the people of it. You know, it, I don't, I don't really believe in going to a shoot just for the targets. You know, it, I go to a shoot. I think more to have fun with my friends and see people than I do the actual shoot itself, you know? Um, yeah, obviously shooting and winning is fun and, you know, and you feel good after, you know, after a good win, but it's definitely the people for sure. So now you're, you're going back to school in Fargo, right? Uh, I hopefully, yeah, that's where I plan to. I mean, are you going to shoot in Fargo or no? No, no. They, uh, North Dakota State doesn't have a uh, shooting team. So what are you majoring in? Uh, agriculture economics. We got Ag at Dome. Just saying. Yeah, idea. Yeah. You can transfer. I give good scholarships for transfers. Yeah. Hey. And, and guess what? It's only 
about seven hours to Oklahoma or six hours. Yeah, it's yeah, probably about six hours. It's an opportunity yeah. for you, hey, Jack. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking out. I'm looking out economically for you on mileage and money going to Oklahoma. Diesel is expensive, as I must say. Well, you know, right out kind of uh, Waco exit, Nebraska was three nineteen the other day. Oh, that's a lot cheaper here. Here it's like three ninety nine. That's what it is everywhere else. So. So Jack, I know, I know we're kind of messing with you a little bit and mainly because, you know, we know you're pretty good. You know, we've shot with you. I shoot with you a bunch now. Uh, and we've got our ongoing $10 event at every shoot that we go to, uh, for the people that don't far ahead of me, me and me and Jack bet 10 bucks an event, high, high score, just me and him, Ricky. No, you can't get it on this bet. You're out. No Ricky Marshall. Yeah, listen, so listen. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I, I mean, I started to... shooting with Jack probably in 2020. I think that's when we started shooting together first. And that year that you did have a good year at Missouri State shoot, I remember. I think the first time we really met, we both tied in the overall. You won the out of state, I won the in state, and that was oh, kind of where right. we, where we, um, where we really met each other. And I'm like, this is Jack Canals. He shoots really good from Nebraska. And I called Zach Bryan. He's like, oh, yeah, he's real good. From where? Yeah, he, he's from he's Minnesota. From, whatever, Minnesota. But 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 Zach knew. You know, Zach knew him. And and uh, and that's kind of where I, I learned his name. But, you know, that being said, Jack, you've had a lot of tech success, I would say. What are you working on? Are you Were you practicing a lot when you started? Were you not practicing? Was it more natural to you? Or did you have to, like, build a style that works for you what's that side of the game look like for you um practicing for me <clears throat> it's hard in minnesota to practice a lot and that being said is it's so cold during the winter that a lot of the chap ranges aren't open and it's hard to go and practice so typically like i'd practice before my first shoot of the year a little bit and you kind of have to hit the ground running especially like after I turned 16 and could drive myself to all the shoots. It, like that's when I started shooting a lot more. I, there wasn't a ton of time for practice in there, you know, um, cause we still have snow in May. So sometimes it's really tough to get out and practice. So you're going um, right into the shoots. A lot of times you're just, Hey, pretty it's much. cold season. I'm going to the shoots and I'm getting after it. So when you get to the shoot, are you, practicing a lot or getting a lot of rounds down range right at the beginning of the shoot, or are you just jumping in and saying, it hey, will see what happens. Uh, I'll typically practice handicapping doubles before the shoot. You know, if I get there a day early, I will typically practice handicapping doubles, not, not singles so much. Uh, not that that's not a good thing to not practice singles, but I typically, typically leave it out a little bit more yeah. than I probably should, but well, I mean, you're shooting them pretty decently. I would say, you know, last year was your first year 99 average, correct? Yeah, yep. Yep. So, so you know, no problem with that. I guess no. 24 to be exact, but then that's 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 pretty pretty tall on the on the order list. So, you know, with yeah. that, you're going right in the shoots, you're making it happen. Is there anyone that taught you how to shoot or were you self-taught or what does that come from? Do you have any mentors in your state? Uh, yeah, I had, uh, I had a couple mentors, uh, one, one by the name of, uh, Denny Steinhaus. He's a local guy around here. He taught me a lot. And, uh, after that, 
pretty much Pat Lamont taught me uh, a lot about how to compete and uh, like like the mental side of things. Because I, I mean, his mental game is, you know, up here, yeah. you know. And uh, so he taught me a lot because I started shooting with him at a very young age at the Minnesota State shoot. So, so he he taught me a lot about how to you know about how to compete and. We need to go to Minnesota, Zach. I mean, I'd love hey, to. It's, I, I've been it's there, a but it's shoot. been a long time. You've been up there. I went up there like in two thousand six or seven, uh, but yeah, I, it, okay. maybe it was eight, but it was a long, long time ago. But I'd love to go and check it out. They got good cheese, eh? That's Wisconsin. That's what's good try. Idiot. Good That's try. They still they don't talk the same up there. I'm telling you, I've I've heard them. But so so we just glanced over that. But you said you know Pat taught you a lot about the mental game. You know what maybe is one specific thing that he shared with you that you think really helps. Um, you might have to edit this because this might take me a second here. That's okay. You can gather oh. your thoughts. Um, I don't know. I guess he taught me a lot about just composure while you are shooting and like how to like handle yourself in a proper way. You know, like don't ever get too worked up. Like, like when you see him miss, he never gets worked up about nothing, yep. you know? And I think, I think going into that where, you know, when you do miss if you know, if you can just forget about it right away, like, you know, like someone like he, like him does, you know, uh, Ricky, you know, you guys all do that where it's just like, you know, it, it's a miss. You can't do nothing about it, you know? And I think that was one of the biggest things is where you don't, you know, you know, you don't throw a shell, you know, you don't freak out and get mad over it because all it does is lead to more messes like Nanini. Well, that's <laughs> like the only place I've ever seen. Hey, it's it's like, yeah. I, I gotta say something. The only place this I've ever thrown receiver, one of those beautiful that locking block on that King 80 is so loose. Oh man, I'm gonna like have I to said, start sticking place... him on post. Hey, I'm gonna start sticking him on post four so I don't hear that. I looked over at him one time and I go, Are you done? And he's like, What? The, the only place I've ever thrown a shell is when I threw it in my my whole pouch down below my box. It goes right in there, and it's a beautiful gold nitro at twenty seven. So that's that's all we got now. I don't know. Going back to the poise, Jack. I mean, I've seen you shoot, and I've seen you miss, and you look pretty smooth. I mean, you're not you're you're not jarred, and I think that's a huge takeaway for the listeners because. I've watched Ricky, I've watched you, I've watched other greats. And and when one of the greats is shooting, you're not going to be able to really tell if they've missed or they hit the target if you're watching from the side. And I think that's yeah. a good indicator of what's going well. And and yep. and I could say that I watched you shoot some of those events at the Grand that year, and I did see you miss, and you didn't change your body posture. You didn't, like, you know, drop your shoulders and, like, oh, that sucks, right? You just kind of loaded the gun and kept moving. And that kept you from having those uh, those back to back misses in a round, I think, uh, and, and kept you in it. But uh, that 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 smooth poise that you talked about, I think, is very valuable. That being said, Jack, what type of style do you shoot? Are you on the house like me and Ricky? Or are you holding high? 
You know, what's, what's your technique that you physically use? Um, well, for, for singles, I hold roughly about probably a foot and a half above the house, um, roughly. And my gun shoots 90, well, 90, 10, so 90% high. Um, and then for doubles, I spot shoot the first target. So I truly couldn't really tell you exactly how high I hold above the house on doubles, but I know it's the same every time. I just can't really think of a you just, solid length. Yeah. You just put the gun up and that's just your comfort zone. Yeah. 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 That's, but I mean, I spot shoot the first target, so I'm not really making a move to it. You know, it's, it's all kind of, you know, I, I see a target, I see the target like come under my barrel and then it's just timing from there. And then uh handicap, I'd hold prior like about a foot above the house. So above the house at some level, are you making a move to the target as it's coming out, or are you letting that target break the point of your gun and then attacking? I'm letting the target break the point of my gun in singles. Uh in singles, I shoot I shoot um a little slower singles. Um, unless I get into, you know, a, a groove on my own, I can pick them up a little faster. Um, but in handicap, I'm more of a snap shooting handicap. Uh, that's just how I've had to teach myself to shoot at the best. I, I can't ride out a handicap target. Um, it's more of, it's gotta be, you know, a little quicker, you know, and a little bit more of a harder press to the target right away as I see it coming out. So you're so, going at it as hard and as fast as you can right out of the yeah. house. You see it and you're attacking it. Singles, yes, you're letting in it handicap, clear. Yeah. Singles, you're letting it clear. You're, you're, you're smooth and breaking it out a little bit farther. And then handicap, yep. you're coming out with movement as it's coming out of the house and you're getting to that front edge and shooting very, very quickly. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I'm not moving before the target comes out of the house, but it's, you know, it's as soon as I see the target, um, I'm attacking the target. And, you know, sometimes that can get you into a little trouble. You know, if you move too hard on the target in windier conditions or something. But uh, that's just the way I've had to teach myself to shoot handicap from the 27. Um, you know, it takes a lot of trigger control, I think, to be able to switch from, you know, shooting singles a little slower and then going to handicap and, you know, really attacking targets hard. But that's just, uh, that was, that's just my own design, I guess. Well, I mean, it's working, obviously. But to go back to the double spot shooting, you said you spot shoot, and I'd watch you shoot, and you shoot them pretty fast. I, I shoot them fast. You, I mean, you might shoot them a little faster than I do, but that being said, I've seen you shoot on pairs where the machines are oscillating and the, the things are moving in the wind, and you say you spot shoot, but I've seen a target come offline two, three feet, and you still break it. So where you're looking and holding you're not shooting it on timing, correct? Like you're still making a move from that spot or what does that look like? Um, well, to me, it's, it's, I mean, I, I guess you can say it's probably not a hundred percent spot shoot, but it's, you know, I am holding rather high above the house and, you know, as I call pull, I'm looking below my barrel, you know, my eyes aren't stationed above, you know, above my beads. Uh, they're more neutral on my barrel and they're looking a little below. And then as I see the target, the target come out, um, if it's not right on line where it should be, I can make the appropriate moves, you know, and slow down my trigger finger a little bit and try to get to it in time. And then it's, 
you know, as soon as I know that it's crossed the plan of my gun, then I can, you know, then I can pull the trigger. If it's there, you're brewing it up and spot shooting it. If it's not there, you're making that left to right or left to right move based on what you see. Yeah. And little bit if of, you do yeah. miss, are you more prone to missing a first bird or more prone to missing a second bird when you're missing in doubles? Oh, a second bird. Second. So you're brewing first ones up and then every once in a while you're missing a second. And as soon yeah. as you shoot, are you trying to get your eyes over on that second bird or what's happening once yeah. you break the first target? Um, like as soon as I break the first target, yeah, my eyes are on the move and my gun's following, you know, I, I don't, I don't even try to get close to spot shooting a second target, you know, I'll, I'll definitely try to ride it out and make sure I get on it for, you know, first and like my over under barrels that they both shoot a hundred percent high. So, I mean, like, you know, you really got to make sure you're on. You know, you're on your well, first target and on your second target when you shoot a higher gun and doubles, especially when you spot shoot your first target, you know? Yeah. And it took a lot of training, actually, on the first target to be able to spot shoot it, it and not, you know, pull the trigger too fast sometimes. You know? and, and, like, especially, like, when you've got to move, you know, if the target yeah. doesn't come out online, you got to move. It takes a lot of training and a lot of trigger control. Are, so, are you shooting a pretty open choke on that first shot? Uh, 15,000. So I think that's like a light mod. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, a light mod. Roughly. What you What's your second shot? A light full. So 30,000. 30, yeah. yeah, 30. Now, what, what gun are you currently shooting? I shoot a uh, Kohler Max Trap, low profile. So it's non-single. Then what ammo are you shooting with that? Uh, Winchester Double A's. So you shoot super handicaps in an handicap or what? Uh, yep. Yeah, I shoot a uh, twelve fifty seven and a half from the twenty seven yard line, and then from the sixteen yard line, I shoot uh, eight shot, uh, just eleven forty five. Just light Double, doubles. Are you light yeah. light bolt shots? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. That's what we're running. To. I mean, I run that. Ricky, you run that banger on that second shot, right? Do you shoot the three dram or do you shoot the twelve fifty? Go fifties, baby, all you day. Go big, go big or go home. Hey, I mean, you, you you can definitely take the recoil. That's what you say. What is that? Was that was that, that a joke? Form. It's because that... of your perfect form, Ricky. Oh, hey, okay. Zach, okay. you better calm down on them dogs. We can just hey, turn it you around. You shoot a off? You can shoot those twelve fifties. That's true. I do shoot the Craig off, and maybe I should. Maybe that's what it takes to get up to the next level. I'll put the twelve fifties in soon ricky and, and and try that out well rick is there any other questions that you want to ask jack is there anything that we're we're missing uh just when are you gonna move to nebraska i got a scholarship for you oh no oh getting getting closer to shake no i've never gotten good a, i've never gotten an official offer what I do you need me to do we'll work you. on that after the phone call today okay Okay. Is there any anything else that you'd like to share about your Grand Week, Jack, or anything else you'd like to share to shooters in general? Any message at all? The most important thing is definitely just to have fun with it. You know, it's what, that's what it's that? for. It's yeah, I'm sure you've heard that a million times, but it is the, it is the truth. You know, it's not something that you know it's worth getting angry or mad at. That's for sure. You know. Yeah, if you're if you're not having fun and you're getting angry at it, the scores do go south. And um, you know, I think 
going through that week and winning that overall had to teach you a lot about composure and holding it together and especially starting off with that 197 and finishing with the scores the way you did and then having the uncertainty of that 94 in the last handicap and just sitting there and praying because you know i've been there at the state shoot level and the satellite grand level and you're just finished and you're like man i hope i won the thing right and and yeah. we've, all, we've all been there where we've counted and known what we have to do and Sometimes that's the worst thing you can do, right? It's just yep. it's just getting out of your way and just shooting one target at a time, having fun and enjoying it uh, the same way that you got through those other 900 birds. So um, Now, well, real, real quick, I got a question for you, Jack. What is, what's your schedule like for the rest of this year? Where are you going to um, go? Oh, I hope to go to Missouri, but... I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. And then I'd like to go to Bernal and then Minnesota and the Grand. So not a ton of targets this year. Um, but it'll just depend with my work schedule and how that, you know, and how that is looking. And hopefully some weekend things in there. You know, I'd like to be able to hit some yeah. weekend shoots. And if an opportunity to go to another state shoot comes up, I'd like to take, you know, I'll obviously take it. So just well, hopefully enough to get my targets in for the team. Yeah. Well, I hope to see in Vernal. That'll be uh, my next shoot. I know Zach's going to Missouri, and and uh, since they moved over Memorial Weekend. Okay. Yeah. Oh enough. wait, who voted on that? Oh yeah. yeah. We're, we're not, and maybe not I, but we'll see, and we're gonna see how it goes, and we're gonna have fun with it and go from there. But um, last question, Jack, is there? Well, I guess. Is there anybody that you'd like to thank before we get out of here? Any, you know, family, friends, sponsors, things sponsors. like that? Um, well, I'd like to thank uh, Kohler Shotguns, Elite Shotguns, and both of my parents for sure. Awesome, awesome. Well, we'd like to thank our show sponsors, Remington, uh, Winnig, Shot Tracker, Richard Marshall Jr. Shooting Clinics. If you're not using them, you better be. And uh, the one and only Zach Nanini here, your finance guy, if you need me. Love to help you out. It's been a real fun conversation, Jack, uh, and we're excited to see uh, the future of your shooting career because yep. you are definitely uh, a young and up-and-coming guy that knows how to shoot. And if you keep with it, we're going to be seeing you in a lot of winner's circles. So we appreciate your time and uh, appreciate your expertise. Well, thank you guys, too. Absolutely. Thanks, Jack. Have a good night. Thanks for tuning in to Trap Talk. 